We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Watch us, love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Uh, Billy. <laughs> Billy, we have a game we need uh, to uh, add to the uh, <laughs> uh, to trending today. That would be in the uh, in the world of women's basketball. Binghamton and Albany just tipped off about uh, two or three minutes ago. And uh, our guy Fourier is... If you will, if you hear occasional, uh, oh my God, ah, yeah, if you yes. hear the uh, oral explanations of joy, yeah, uh, that would be uh, Fourier reacting to where's uh, Coop. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like be preoccupied. With no, it you're at not. All. But not I, at all. But we know you got it all. I just yeah. want to make sure that uh, you know Billy's trending yeah. and everything like that. Got to see it. Cam get another double double. I want to try. I was trying to put this game in the parlay, but it started too early. So, what was the line? I don't even know. I didn't even check because I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where you're not allowed to kind of, you know, you can't bet on the team that you have inside information on. It's like insider trading. What kind of, uh, Kind of insider information would you get what? on the big? I was saying, what kind of insider information would you get on the big uh, Binghamton Albany? Well, I would know from the betting world. Well, I mean, Albany's pretty good. Binghamton uh-huh. is okay. I'm trying to go to. Uh, oh, you're not going to find it. Oh, you're it's, not it's it's here somewhere. I'm sure. I think I was at the Encore one time. And they actually had it up on the ticker. I was like, ooh, I know what's going to happen. Did they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Uh, I was trying to find the uh, the women's games on uh, one of these apps here, and I'm uh, I'm having a hard time. So yeah, maybe we can get like a uh, running line or something like okay. that. So anyway, for nothing if anybody's worried. We have to uh, make sure that uh, we had to put that on Billy's. Uh, we had to put that on uh, Billy's, Billy's radar. radar. Can we get a trending update every like in the next uh, fifteen minutes? We get a trending. Uh, what's trending in with Binghamton and Albany? Uh, there we go. <laughs> I know or, everybody's or, really. Or we'll have to do those updates. Ah <laughs> uh, man. So uh, Gronk was. Uh, I, I guess he goes on the K Adams show on uh, Fanduel TV every day or whatever. Oh, I don't is it know. every day now? I don't know. It feels like it, doesn't it? It's weird. He's he's becoming a serious 
analyst in a way. He's trying to. And he's like taking mm. it. I, can, I see him dropping stats, like real numbers, not make-believe numbers. Did you see Gronk on, <laughs> on Fox? Right? Oh, there we go. Oh, that, that's nice, Coop. Thanks, Coop. Just uh, uh, cover it. us up. There yeah. you go. All right, it's good. All right, Coop will occasionally. I forgot it's quarters in, uh, women's, in the women's yeah. game now. Um, but, like, watching Gronk on Fox, you could tell whenever they knew he was coming to him and then he was going to be, and then it was the, it's very, like, formatic in a way. Well, you know, Christian, this team had, as a fourth in DVOA. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell it's like, I read the script and hopefully I said Shane Steichen, not <laughs> Spike Man. You know what it is? It, it does it does look to me that he cares now. I think in the beginning, when he first started, when he first left the Patriots, it was just something to do. And he wasn't going to, they only asked him about tight ends. They didn't ask him about anything else. And then he returns to Tampa, plays two years, and he comes out. Then he, you know, then you could tell he he wants to be, um, I'm you know, considered a serious analyst, yeah. not just a meathead that's just going to say a bunch of stupid stuff. Mm. You know, you know why you can tell. I think he's willing to be critical, which I think is the biggest hurdle for all ex athletes. Are you willing, especially if you're fresh out, you have lots of friends, you have lots of relationships, you don't want to crap all over them. He's willing to be critical. That's why Brady waited a year, too. Yeah. It's an extra year of separation before he yeah. has to do the job. And you hope all those guys are gone so you can start ripping these guys like, like because you don't know them and you don't really care. Because you don't really want to have feelings. That's right. I don't want to have uh, – uh, yeah, so, so yeah, you, you talk with a filter. You're supposed to uh, – if you're doing a national game, you're supposed to just, hey, we're calling this, the game. This is what here. it is. I would like to see him in the booth. That would be interesting. Oh, that would be a disaster. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, well, yeah, it would yeah. be a fabulous disaster. <laughs> uh, put him with some of the uh, play-by-play people. That, that I uh, had. Yeah, right, exactly. Put him with those guys. Oh, uh, Lord. Yeah, good. good luck. Well, uh, Gronk was on FanDuel uh, TV, and uh, he has thoughts on what the Patriots could maybe might do with the number three pick. They can't outkick their coverage on this pick. I mean, this is their highest draft pick in quite some time. I think since Drew Bledsoe, right, when they picked him number one overall in the 1998 draft. Gronk, why are you an encyclopedia? Stop. Yeah. Look at him. You know, what what I mean? Look at this guy dropping some nuggets of fat. 98? Yeah, it'd be nice if he were drafted in 98. He was drafted in 93. It's only a half a decade off. <laughs> ah, he said I mean, it with God such hold on. He said it with such didn't he? With, with I didn't hear such this. conviction. I cannot believe oh, I we, did. I didn't I know did. this. We had it this was discussion funny. and walked right into it. No, no, I'm, and I'm glad because he's trying. And he's like, right? And no one said any, nobody corrected him. It was like, 98? I was like, God, I was, how old was I? I mean, oh. this is a lot. He was with Rick Meyer, and Meyer was at Notre Dame. I was like, what? Who's saying? Who gave him this? Because you know he's got some sort of, you know, stats and information packet from Fox. Hey, oh, here's no, this all is, no, the no. information you need to know. No, this is on FanDuel. They're I not know, but since he oh, works for I Fox, I get it from CBS. No, I know. That's true. That is true. What did they send you for the Super Bowl? Uh, it's nonsense. I didn't even read it. Ugh. <sighs> It's just it's just it's it's like an encyclopedia. Hey, they give you they give you all this great stuff. Oh, really? Do but you I'm still not get it. Yeah, I don't even know. I'll send it to you. You send, want it, please? Oh yeah, yeah. I like hold, that hold stuff. Wait, wait a second. Send Write it on your hand. That's right. To instead crash. of instead of just going into and your. And I put uh, like a big phallic symbol. Oh, there you go. Big wanker right on there. I don't even write your name. I just put a big wanker. There you go. That's fine. And then Listen, everybody knows who I'm talking about. Because it, it's all going to bleed <laughs> together anyway. It's just going to look like you have a big schmenzer written uh, on your hand. Uh, so, sorry. Let's pick up on yeah. Bronk okay, after he screwed over. up the Bledsoe thing. 
I'm an analyst, all right? And I'm on your show, so I got to know. I got to know my facts. But I think if they don't go with a quarterback, Jesus. if uh, Drake May or uh, Cal, uh, Cal Williams is already taken off the board, Caleb. I think a for sure pick, a for sure lock that will, won't be a bust, that's going to do big things right from the beginning is Marvin Harrison Jr. Wow. at the wide receiver position. I wow. mean, he's an explosive player. If you want those players, take that's Marvin good. Harrison Jr. He's an explosive player. And his dad went to Syracuse as well, and I was a Syracuse fan growing up. So that's a connection right there. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that that's truthful. Boy, I'll tell you. Stick no, to that. he's right on the player evaluation. Way, he's here's the thing. The whole connection he, thing. Someone's in his ear going, "Hey, try to bring it full circle." Hey, by the way, you got the year wrong for Bledsoe. Oh. Don't worry about it. Kay Adams doesn't know either. That's true. She doesn't know. So, so just hey, listen. Even if you're wrong, say it with conviction. Oh, uh, you old heads, you're the ones who care about getting stuff right. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh uh, lord. So, so it is. So, so here's the thing. The Marvin Harrison Jr. thing is is the easiest call of them all. Best player in the draft, and so, there's an argument you never go wrong with the best player in the draft. Um, sure, I guess, uh, but there's other receivers that are out there that he's getting the attention because record setting Ohio State. There's there's other guys that will end up being when it's all said and done, uh, just as good or better than him in the league. There will be players. It always happens. Second round picks, third round picks. Th there will be a guy that is, uh, you know, not getting the attention that will end up being just as good or better than Marvin Harrison Jr. Because I want to see where Harrison ends up before almost blurting out to you in a very Fourier type way that I would bet you that he gets 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns. But then if he ends up here, that might not happen. But who knows if Marvin Harrison ends up with the Chargers. Uh, I think he waltzes in and play. See, I see Marvin Harrison a little differently than you do. And well, I'm the one. Mean? No, but. How so? I'm the one who's always argued about the, we're now going to get crops of wide receivers in the NFL where if you mine it properly, you can find the guys that will get you 1,200 yards or something like that. But do all those guys end up getting in the end zone? That's, to me, where Marvin Harrison sets himself apart. What sets the number one receivers apart from others? To me, it's that ability to score. And the way uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson came into the league and they played at a high level and have stayed there, I think there will be guys, like you said, there will be dudes who will put up numbers, but they're going to be striving to get to where those guys are at. To me, Marvin Harrison walks into the league. And is a Jefferson Chase level type receiver because I I I, uh, I I think he's a little cut above than everybody else. That's why I wouldn't be against taking him at number three because to me he profiles more like a superstar than just a good productive wide receiver. Well, I'll just say that maybe you could be wrong. I mean, you could be right, you could no, be wrong. Who the hell knows? Like if you're if people are comparing him to Randy Moss, I would say stop it. You have no idea. Um, but, uh, I wanted to bring this up to you cause I thought it, um, were you going Brock Purdy on me? No, 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 no. Um, when it comes to, Having a moment. uh, I sent you a tweet yesterday. Nobody responded. Feel very neglected. Okay. There was a what? picture, uh, of, uh, and Coop has it right now. He's going to pull it up on the screen. This is a picture of uh, Brock Bowers, two-time Mackey Award winner, oh, best tight end in the nation. I was driving right? home and, and I couldn't react. And, and Gronk, greatest tight end ever to play the game. 
And when you see this, go to Twitch right now. Pull over. Go to Twitch right now. Just go, go to Twitch and follow WEEI. Uh, Coop's going to bring it up. When you see this picture, does this guy look like the best tight end in college football? The guy to the left is Brock Bowers. You can't really see his feet. And, and he looks bow-legged. Look who's standing behind Bowers with his hands in his pocket. Yeah, Brian Baldinger. Yeah. So, so we'll ask him coming up. Great. I'm, I'm glad you noticed that yeah. because I was like, I got to ask him because when it comes to eye test, he looks like, you know, He's a, I don't know how to say this without being... He's listed at 6'6", six, six and he does... He, he looks, looks a little smaller than Gronk. He looks like he needs, like, a handler. Like, he needs somebody <laughs> handling. Look at this. You scroll. Look at the way he's... Maybe it's just the way he's holding his hand. I think there's he's that. He's bow-legged. He's also got an auto-trader shirt on, yeah. too. No, he's not look bow-legged. He's knock-kneed. He's knock-kneed. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, someone who's like, knock-kneed, could, you could spot that. He doesn't look like LeBron. He does not. In, in an era where some of these guys come up, just sculpt it out of granite, you sit there and go, this guy is a top-10 pick in the league now he's extremely talented. I mean, I, it, that's this is why this made me chuckle. I've watched so much of his film. He is so good at everything. He's good at blocking. He's good off the ball. He's good flex. He's good after he catches the ball. He's good at everything. He's deceptively fast. He is so good at running routes. I'm talking wide receiver like ability to get in and out of his breaks. Most big guys, tight ends, they can get to the the ramming speed, but they can't hit the breaks. And then get out of the break. So it's obvious it's easy to cover him. This guy is good. Like so when I saw the picture, I'm like, if I'm a scout and I've never and I haven't been watching college football and you put this guy up, he does the Tom Brady picture with the shirt off at the combine. Oh, yeah. It'll be like, like oh. that's the best tight end in the league. And it sure as hell seems like it. By the way, Christy0902 in the uh, Twitch chat looks like Andy Hart's assistant lacrosse coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at the look at the shorts. It just looks like they, he couldn't find any shorts that fit. Oh, he man. doesn't have any money. And I know he's got NIL for days. Auto Trader obviously hooked him up and paid him a bunch of money. And maybe it's just because he's standing next to Gronk. But am I right? With that photo, uh, there's a part of me that went, "Oh, he looks more like a Gasecki <laughs> than a than a a, bulk, a hulking tight end." We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Gresh and Poirier on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Time to talk some football one more time with our guy, Brian Baldinger of NFL Network. He's also an Odyssey NFL insider. And the insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Men Have Skin too, and by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. To the Harbor One Hotline and out to Vegas we go for our guy, Brian Baldinger, Regression Fourier. Baldy, good morning. Good morning, uh, Gresh, Christian. Good to be with you guys. Are you are you just uh, uh, ready for the big game? Yeah. Are you just coming home? Are you coming home? Are you just <laughs> just getting in? Just getting in, Baldy, from those late yeah. nights. Well, come on. Uh, we know you. Come I, on. I got, 
No, no, I was out last night. I was out. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of peer pressure, you know, to get out and stay out. But, yeah. Um, I did an Irish exit at around <laughs> one, you know, and I, 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 bailed, I bailed going, you you slappies get to suck on your pillow till noon. I have to, like, go bust it here. So. Yeah, you got to put a suit on and get on TV. Yeah. I'm a fan of the ninja dust, and then I it's kind of it, I create a diversion with some ninja dust, and then I leave. Yeah. So nobody really knows. <laughs> it's like go. I disappear. Like a magician. Yeah, 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 yeah like you're a magician. You're like David Blaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it fits yeah. in Vegas. Well, the <laughs> I want to start with this because I thought it was uh, – we just put this up. There was a picture of uh, Georgia's uh, tight end, Brock Bowers, with Gronk. Yes. And in the Next background, to, you were there. Yeah, and I sat yeah. there and I was like, wow, the picture shows uh, Brock Bowers as being a very unathletic, lame-looking, yes. weak football <laughs> player. And I know that's not the case. I mean, I know it's not the case. But it was – I'm just – give me your, like, I guess your boots-on-the-ground evaluation of, of this guy who's probably going to go top 10 in the draft this year. Well, I saw the same thing because I was using the same set. In fact, I was on right after Gronk to do something with Anthony Munoz. So, like, I saw Gronk, and, and then I saw Brock, and I'm like, you know, he had a pair of shorts on. It doesn't look – you know, it's not like he's – Gronk's lost a lot of weight, but he's still, you know, a, a huge guy. And I thought, man, like, they really play the same position. Yeah. I said the exact same thing. Like, he, he looked exactly as you described him. Uh, but he doesn't play like that. Yeah. He, he plays fast. He's got great hands. But he's just, you know, I mean, Gronk had the tremendous size and reach. And he's got him. He must have him by at least two inches, maybe three. But, um, but you know, but nonetheless, I mean, this is a – I don't know if he's top ten. I don't know that. Um, because I don't know how the quarterback's going to get pushed and all that. But he, he's going to be the first tight end off the board. And maybe the – second receiver off the board so you know he runs great routes he's got great hands and uh, he's been a part of you know three great seasons at georgia baldy are you i'm gonna stick at the tight end position because as you can imagine christian fourier's told us about the immense importance of the tight end even getting charlie weiss to tell us about it and all that he kind did it of on stuff. his own he did i, I but you know for uh, i'm i'm <laughs> curious for you baldy are 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 tight ends missing the boat by just not being functional at blocking? Like, are all the tight ends that are coming into the league now pretty much kind of glorified wide receivers, or are there still some high-end dudes that will stick their faceplate right in someone's chest and try to drive them off the ball? Well, I think Sam Laporta, you know, had a great season blocking, you know, in addition to uh, being an elite receiver and playmaker for the Detroit Lions. Uh, Luke Musgrave, before he got hurt, was blocking pretty good in Green Bay. Uh, you see it. I mean, it's, it's a little rare. Delton Kincaid's not a blocker, and so you got to work around it. But obviously, Kittle and in this uh, Super Bowl, you know, Kelsey isn't that guy, but he'll get in the way, and, you know, he doesn't want to get run over or, like, you know, stampeded, as, you know, sometimes you do at the, at the line of scrimmage. But they're getting harder and harder to find. They're basically glorified wide receivers. They want to be paid like that. But – they, you know, the, what what Gronk, what Christian could do, um, you know, as a true why, they're they're getting harder and harder to find um, throughout the league. And and really, I mean, it was a great tight end draft, but there's Laporta was by far the best run blocker of all the guys that came out last year. So we're talking to Brian Baldinger, and uh, <clears throat> so I'm curious what the vibe is out there with these two teams, uh, with the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And the fact that the 49ers are favored, not by a lot, I mean, it's, it's amazing that the Chiefs get to play the disrespect card. How are you seeing it out there? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I think that the stadium, the city is going to get overrun by 49er fans. Um, you know, Antonio Pierce is not a fan of this game at all. I talked to the new head coach of the Raiders. I mean, his biggest nemesis is the Chiefs, and then their arch rival has always been the 49ers up in the Bay. So they're, they're going to be everywhere here. Um, they've already started showing up. But, uh, yeah, like I was surprised that uh, Kansas City was the underdog in this game. I mean, I would play, I'd play that role. Whatever it takes to get you ultra-focused for this kind of a game, you use. And certainly that is something that, you know, that you could play upon. But uh, the Chiefs have been favorites. They've been underdogs. I think they just know what to do and how to prepare and, and how to get themselves ready. Brian Baldinger is with us uh, from out in Las Vegas. Of course, Super Bowls this weekend. You could hear it right here on WEEI. Uh, there's been a lot of talk of Brock Purdy. But, Baldy, in your mind, who kind of has more at stake reputation-wise, Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes in this chase of trying to catch Tom Brady? Well, I mean, it's, in, it's entirely possible that both could play great, and you're still going to only have one winner. Uh, Mahomes has lost the Super Bowl, but, you know, he's playing in his fourth. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's compiling, you know, numbers and appearances and things like that can only really be matched by what Tom Brady did over the course of his career. I don't like to, you know, compare him. Nobody really wants to compare these two. I mean, Tom Brady is, it still almost seems unachievable, even at the success that Mahomes is having. It seems unachievable for anybody at this point to get seven. But, you know, look, it's, it's a conversation point. I think Brock Purdy, I mean, I just don't understand um, any of the commentary out there that questions whether he's a great quarterback. Uh, I, I think he's just an, a silent assassin. And he go about his business a little bit different than other people, maybe because of where he comes from or how he looks. But that, And that's how you have to play big games. And if there's turnovers, if there's mistakes, you have to either live with it or overcome them. But you can't play, you can't play it safe and hide your quarterback in a game of this magnitude. Yeah, and when I think about the, whenever you talk about Brock Purdy, it's it's the lazy game manager kind of uh, you yeah. know that everybody uses. And I would say Patrick Mahomes is a game manager. Like, aren't all great quarterbacks? And they just manage the game and the situation. And when they need to do something fantastic, they have the ability to do it, or they have the guts to do it. Isn't that kind of what you're asked to do in the first place? Yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, look, they're all commanders. Honestly, like you know, they got to you got to command everything. You know, the flow of the game, you know, the defense makes a mistake. Uh, you gotta, you're down 17 at halftime. Like, you got to, like, ramp it up a little bit. Like, you always should be managing the game. And, I, you know, it, it has a, uh, a negative connotation to it. You know, like, uh, well, anybody could do this. I mean, that's sort of like, you could replace Brock, Brock Purdy with 10 other quarterbacks, they'd be just as good. Well, you can't. Like, I don't think there's 10 quarterbacks that can win a Super Bowl. And we'll find out if Brock can or not. But, you know, there's not many that can actually go the distance here. Uh, they can get close. They can get to the playoffs. They can win in the playoffs. But, you know, he's going to need five outrageous throws that we look back on the game. You're like, wow, not everybody can make that throw. And if 49ers are going to win, he's going to be in that predicament. Well, Brian, I wonder if uh, this is the kind of game where if kind of Kyle Shanahan can sort of draw up the script that it would be a 50-50 split between running and passing, if not maybe leaning a little more towards uh, that run game if they can establish it. How do you think Kyle Shanahan will try to attack what is a very good Chiefs defense? People are sleeping on their defense a little bit. 
No, I don't know. They, they shouldn't. I think it's the best side of the ball in this whole game, Kansas City's defense. They've been as good as anybody all year long. And they have so many good young players. I mean, in McDuffie and Watson and, uh, you know, Karloftis. I mean, they have some really talented young players that, you know, are smart and play smart. So, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, if you go back to the Detroit game, uh, 10 of the first 20 plays went to McCaffrey. Now, some of them were passes, but, I mean, they're going to get – they're going to try to get him going and then, you know, make the running game pay off with some of the play-action shot plays that Kyle can draw up, and we'll see how Kansas City defends that. Um, but he, they're also going to face, you know, a number of different type of blitzes and talking to Spags last weekend in that great Massachusetts accent of his. Hmm. Um, you know, he, he said, like, I'm always – I'm always looking for those. I'm always looking for those plays, Baldy, where I can get you know I can get free hitter to the quarterback. I'm always looking for the opening, uh, and that's really kind of the challenge. Like, how do you handle that? Do you have an answer when it comes? And the Ravens didn't have a very good answer. Neither did Buffalo. Neither did Miami, because they're going to come, and you don't know where they're going to come and when. Because it's not dictated by down distance field position. It's just this feel that Steve has. Uh, in dialing up some of the pressures that he does. So, I, I, you know, Andy Reid's been a big topic uh, lately with just will he stay, will he go. I know he addressed it the other day. He says, this is not the day that I retire. I, have you – I feel like this is a new story that was just came out of nowhere based on, I don't know, like Andy's age and his accomplishments. Yeah. Do yep. you do you do you think he has any, uh, you know, willingness to walk away from the game at this point in time? No way. Now, I don't think there's even a remote possibility. I, I know Andy, not like I don't know him great, but I, I, I've known him since the day he got the job in Philadelphia. And, I mean, this is what Andy does. He doesn't have any hobbies. And he said that the other day on the podium. I mean, he doesn't fish. He doesn't play golf. He, he's not a vacationer, although he's got a nice home in Southern California on the beach. <clears throat> he tells me he visits it every once in a while. <laughs> but this is what he does. I mean, he loves to, he loves to tinker. He's got the best player in the league. Um, and not that he's just there to ride the wave. I mean, he's there to to keep make them competitive every year, and this is what drives him. It always has. And so um, I don't think he would have any more fun doing anything else beside what he's doing right now. And the amount of success that he's having and the way the team still responds to him, you know, like they always have that thing, well, you know, players get tired of it. I don't think players ever get tired of Andy. Like He's funny. He's engaging. He knows how to push buttons. Uh, players like winning. Um like Jarius Sneed has been a great player for the Chiefs. He's going to get paid a whole lot of money to play corner probably someplace else next year. I mean, players, you know, uh, they can get their second and third contracts winning the type of games that they keep winning. I mean, Andy's making a lot of these guys wealthy young men right now, and I don't think he's looking to do anything else. Is he, is he um, you know, sleep at the office type of guy at, at this point in time of his career, or do you think he has more of a more manageable schedule that will – allow him to just, you know, avoid the, the, the massive mundane grind that is the NFL? You know, does he sleep there? No. But he's there. He only needs – I mean, it's, it's always been remarkable to me, but he'll tell you, like, he only needs three or four hours of sleep a night. <laughs> and so, he, he, I mean, I don't know how you function. And he's not a caffeine guy. He doesn't drink any caffeine. What? Right there. Right there. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, so – you know, like, look, you give Andy Reid, you know, a pint of Haggadahs and, um, you know, some midnight oil. Like, he, he's working. He's working. He's tinkering. He's, he, he loves that. He's, he's, looking at, he's looking at film. He's looking at next year's prospects at quarterback. I mean, he's, he never gets away from it at all. 
Our insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliating plus 24-7 miniaturization because men have skin too. Talking to our guy Brian Baldinger, who is out in Las Vegas. Uh, Baldy, a lot of people are focusing on the quarterbacks. You touched on the defense a little bit, but what are your one or two sort of key deciding sort of factors in this game? Well, I want to see San Francisco's defense like bone up and play like a championship level defense. They've got good players, but they didn't play well against Green Bay. They didn't play well against Detroit. Uh, you know, they got, it's they invest a lot in their defensive front. Uh, you know, I haven't seen Javon Hargrave do a lot this year. I've I've seen Chase Young show up in bits and pieces. Uh, I haven't seen Eric Armstead make a play in the postseason. I I, I know the effort you're going to get from Bosa, but I'd like to see their defensive front show up, get off blocks disengage, play with low pad level to basics of football. And I think they need to get back to the basics to win this game. I think it kind of starts up front for San Francisco. They're not a big blitz team. They're, they kind of rely on the front four to control the line of scrimmage. And if they don't do that, this game could get away from them. Is Chase Young going to play? Because I remember at that the NFC Championship game, I saw John Lynch and some other reports about, you know, just showing him loafing and not chasing the play down. Is, is he been reprimanded? Is he Is he going to play, do you think? Well, he's going to play, but, I mean, the effort has to be better. He's been guilty of that in the past when he was in Washington. I pointed it out a couple of times. He's not a fan when I do it, but I do it because it has to be said. And, you know, peer pressure is a great thing in football, right? So, you know, you sit in the film room and, you know, there goes somebody on the other side of the field and you're in the middle of a loaf. Like, it's got to be, you know, you, you have to understand, like, that's just not acceptable. I've also seen Chase do exactly that like chase everything down and just hunt him up. And so, you know, he's got to get his RPMs rolling in this game right now. They need him to play big. Yeah, I'm amazed. I, I don't know if you saw the play Gresh or not, but it yes. was amazing that Terrible. in an NFC Championship game, just la-di-da, yeah. someone will grab him. Oh, no, no one will. Oh, geez. Oh, Joe, no. I yeah. was lazy, so I missed yeah. it. That's crazy. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm with you. And I, we all saw it. And uh, it's something that, you know, hopefully if you're a real pro, you make sure that you're, you're never seen in that light again. And that, um, you know, whatever it takes to, you know, give him the 60 best snaps you've got, that's what they need. Because they don't really have great reinforcements, Randy Gregory. I mean, if you look across the depth chart of the 49ers, it's probably not the deepest group that they've had uh, at this level right now. And so they need their starters. I, I expect Bosa to play nearly every play. Um, but Chase, too. Like, there's not going to be a big rotation. He needs to be out there and he needs to impact the game. Well, we appreciate you joining us all year, uh, Baldy. This has been a, a ton of fun. Hopefully we get to reload and do it again next year. Enjoy yeah. the Super Bowl. Thanks a bunch. It's been uh, great chats, and yeah, maybe we can do it again around the draft. All right, guys. I look forward to it, man. Enjoy it. All right, thanks, Baldy. Appreciate thanks you. Me. Appreciate you. There yep. we go. There goes uh, Brian Baldinger, and uh, he is brought to us by Old Spice. Men have skin to our insider calls. Baldy's been great. And you know yeah, what? That's I love not, him. It is not that much to say to Chase Young. There's a reason you're in San Francisco and Montez Sweat got traded to Chicago and got a contract extension. Give me your 60 best plays. I mean, seriously. And if you're, I, I'm amazed that I, I, I yeah, literally talk him into it. Am, am, which is insane. I, that's why the guy doesn't have why? the big contract. It's the Super Bowl. Why do I have to what about this atmosphere? Do it, it, you cannot figure it out for yourself. Right. He he literally was like somebody else will get him. 
It was terrible. It was like a sour grapes. Ah, you know what? Someone had not worth it. And next thing you know, the back runs right by him. And he does the lame, awful, lazy, Matt boring gave a better arm. effort tackling yeah, than Matt Chase was Young willing did. to get it. I think that's a big issue. I think sometimes high level players are embarrassed, are afraid to be embarrassed even when tackling. Got it. So, hey, I don't want to get run over, even though, eh, you know what, I'll make the tackle. I'd rather avoid it so I'm not on somebody's highlight film. Right. You're not you're not running me but, over Christian Okoye. Yeah, <laughs> but I can stop the touchdown from happening, but I got to protect my rep. Yeah, I'm telling you, I just, I don't get it with the talking guys into giving your your best effort in championship games. This is where, if you're if you're Chase Young, this is where you look and go, man, I'm fortunate to be in this spot. And if I want to go get paid, ball out in the Super Bowl. I mean, think about it. You know what? It's too if, late now. Well, but if he balls. He's a Trent Brown type of guy. Well, but like that's it. what I was going to say. If he balls out, this can be his Jadavion Clowney moment. No one made more money off of a hit in a bowl game than Jadavion Clowney. Right. When nobody blocked him. Right. And he just shot through and hit a back that was 180 pounds lighter than and, him. And yet, because of that, there are people still 10 years later that will do the no-pants dance if you brought him in for $11 million. Yeah. That was always a guy that was like, man, if I was in the league, I'd love to get my hands on that guy. You mean love, in a mentor in, way? No, or no, in a, a, in a oh, game situation. I, oh, I would yeah. love to kind of. You'd eat him up. I would love to just kind of prove Pick a him. point. Just proof high arm. Maybe Outside little, zone. Let me just just kind of like, and then just yep. turn my hips. See how easy it is? Uh, can we get a Binghamton Albany update, please? Oh, I got it for you right now. Uh, the score right now with 23 seconds left in the second quarter. 25-21 Binghamton. All right. There we go. So we're on the good side of things. Gotta seen, get... a, seen a turnover here by someone. Oh. oh a couple boards, though. Uh, yeah. We got we to gotta get up. Uh, Three get, rebounds. We have to get, uh, we have to get that shot falling. He's going to protect the ball. Hey, listen. Another double-double gets in a post-game interview again. Let's just get that win. Got and we personal, got Brian. Got a personal foul. How sharp are our elbows? <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> the rougher, the better. Can you imagine the uh, the post-game interview and Cam's like, yeah, I learned this from my dad. They'll be like, oh, you gave this girl a bloody nose. Yeah. Totally fine with my it. My dad told me get my elbows up and clear it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it's not your fault they're in the way. That's right. That's exactly right. I'm with you on that. Uh, the lunchtime parlay is next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Last night's lunchtime parlay. Eh. Jalen Brown didn't get Billy a block, so the block party streak ends at five, I do believe. I think Billy hit five in a row of those. 
Jason Robertson did not score a goal. Chicken Nick, puckhead. Nick will be uh, back on Monday, we think. Who knows? He's in, he's in court right now. Who knows now. how long this trial is going to last? Oh, that's true. Well, you know, he's mastered the phrase, yes, your honor, no, your honor. I mean, all of his cases are open-ended right now. Mm. How much more can Nick, uh, Chicken Nick can we make fun of? Uh, I had Golden State minus four against Philly. That was easy. And DeMontis Sabonis scored 30 last night. Hey, there we go. We're alive again. Oh, so Turf, just the... so you know, the, the my philosophy is whenever a team plays against the Detroit Pistons, you don't pick their superstar, okay? You pick like the, pick like the second or third guy, irrelevant guy on their team, one of their starters, second or third starter, whatever. Irrelevant. No, he's got to be relevant because, you know, and then you pick their, uh, you find their uh, points per game average on the year, and then you add two points to it when they play against the Pistons because nine times out of ten is what I have found since I've been doing this. It's That's how often it hits is that uh, it, it, it works because uh, Detroit doesn't play any defense. People use it as a stat game. They use it as a way to kind of pad their own yearly stats, and it worked again. He really hit it because I only gave him. It was 19 and a half was the line, and he got 30-some-odd points. I like how there's a method to the madness now because this time last year was just like, they're due. This person's due. This team's due. So He still still does that. I still do that, too. Yeah, this theory is all bull crap. There's no no, no, numbers to go with it that say, hey, yeah, this hits at X percent of the time. (laughs) His theories have changed several times since you've been here. But this one, but, but, but Billy, this one specifically I've been pretty consistent with. I just haven't hit as often. But it, I'm sticking with it. No, I see you're doing the hand signal. <laughs> I'm trying to like give him like hand signals. No, not him. The camera. Oh. <laughs> it's more talking to the Twitchers uh, uh, visually than uh, than Turp. All right, let's get into uh, today's lunchtime parlay presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the official sports book of WEEI. Bruins played like crap. They got a night off. They have every motivation to play well tonight. I'm not messing around with goals or anything. Give me the Bruins on the money line, minus 130. Billy, what do you have, Fred? Block potty. Oh, all right, all right. Up. Spurs in Orlando to play the Magic. Victor Wambayama over two and a half. There we go. Big at, number. At plus 114. Let's do it. Good value. And the Celtics just got another guy for the block potty. So, I oh, mean, Toby yeah. Senior will be uh, in this parlay soon enough. Yep. Uh, J- uh, Joe Ryan or blocks coming to I don't. I don't bring much to the table. Those are my things. Uh, summer of bets near you. Uh, Terpy Terpin for Nick. What do you got, friend? I'm going to go with the Timberwolves over the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Minnesota bouncing back. Ugly loss against Chicago over the weekend. But the Doc Rivers era has not gone well for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're one and four, possibly without Damian Lillard tonight on the injury report. So it's Brooke Lopez. So if it's a one one point spread, I just can't pass up against the Timberwolves, who are tied for the best record in the West. And you know what? I wonder if that line might move depending on what Milwaukee does here at the trade deadline, Terp, because they could still and <coughs> excuse me, it'd be short term. Uh, you'd be short for a game, but this would be the game if they end up making a trade. For sure, and I think they'd be more inclined after seeing what New York's done today because that's the team they're looking up to. Yeah, you know Boston. what? It might be New York-Boston in a Eastern Conference Finals That's my year. thought, too. Yeah, it, they've, uh, it may, they've been, Leon Rose has been way better than I thought. I thought he's going to be a rube. Uh, and now, finally, one of the gr- – ah, for you. Come on. All right, uh, Clay Thompson. Okay, now, when I first saw this, and uh, I guess I got to get a ruling on this, 
This was a Clay Thompson three point. Uh, You're in. Okay. Your number. I had it at two and a half. Yep. I locked it in on the grid, and as soon as I went back to DraftKings to kind of figure out like what the the big to confirm the line, it went to three and a half. No, we calculated. So I'm it. going Turkey over. Got it done. I'm going over two and a half three pointers for Clay Thompson. So Clay Thompson over two and a half threes. Timberwolves minus one. Wembayama over two and a half blocks. Bruins on the money line. Juicy. Ten bucks will win you. $173.71. We'll get that out on social media. On Instagram, Gresh and Fourier. Spell the A and D in between our last names. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I, on Twitter or X. Um, boys, I want to run this by y'all real quick. So uh, back on May 9th, 2023, there was a, a gambler who goes by... The uh, Twitter handle Marton underscore one M A R T or M A R T R O N Martron underscore eighty one. Now this guy in Fanduel uh, on Fanduel, which in in Arizona, which is one of the states where you can bet on awards, because in not every state, as we found out from the MGC yesterday, can you bet on all certain props and stuff like that, right? Well, in Arizona, this guy did a $5 bet that would win him $680,000 on a $5 five-leg parlay that if he put a full unit on it, would have paid $13 million on the following. Lamar Jackson to win the MVP. Lock it. C.J. Stroud to win Rookie of the Year. Ooh, it's going to be tough. Offensive Rookie of the Year? Um, who's, who's, who's uh, oh my God, no, I just forgot. There's, no, there's, there's another guy. Um, nah, there is no, eh. no, there is. Hold on, Stroud's, give me a Stroud's getting it, I think. Okay. McCaffrey as AP NFL Offensive Player of the Year. They have Miles Garrett as Defensive Player of the Year. And this, I think, is the sweat. Jalen Carter as Defensive Rookie of the Year. His $5 would pay him 680000 $960 on the total payout. You can buy this 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 ticket if you want at WagerWire before tonight's NFL Honors show when they will hand out the honors. How so much? This, well, the, 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 he's taking Is it bidding. He's taking bids, yeah. So if you think, "Oh, what this would you is pay gonna, for that?" Oh, for this? Uh, nothing. I yeah. wouldn't buy a ticket <laughs> yeah. from somebody I on know. a second-hand market. Do people do that though? I mean, does it happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are people who are willing to. Because what would he? What do you think it was like? Something like this? Is it like? I guess if you can make six hundred and eighty thousand dollars, would you? Would you spend twenty thousand dollars on this ticket? So some guy, the the guy might get a little wonky and be like, "Boy, a hundred grand out of five bucks? Yeah, I might take that." Because you know, I think Lamar and Stroud and McCaffrey and Garrett are happening. I do. It's really Jalen Carter. That's the one. If the guy doesn't want to sweat that, then you can bail out and kind of take the risk he only laid five bucks so anything he gets is great i would have been real tempted to throw the full unit on that for 13 million six hundred nineteen thousand yeah exactly that's we'll never something. see you again uh oh you bet <laughs> you would yeah, oh yeah I, no maybe. you would yeah at least one more time yeah for, really oh for an unbelievable going away that would be limited invitation <laughs> i can tell you that right now <laughs> Because then when you have that much money, you're not worried about the uh, feelings of some of the people in the office that you're like, oh, do I have to invite them or not? I can just do the people that mm-hmm. I want, and there you go. Okay. 
Looking forward to that. Uh, oh, me too. Let me tell you, I win $13 million. You saw, I, I make jokes about uh, shrieking through the quad, no pants dance, and peanut butter on the nipples. All of it. All of it. In That'd a loincloth, running around. I'm like, ah, my there. eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's right. And I'll give you 100 bucks to go get your eyes fixed after that. Uh, NBA trade deadline continues, but hey, Fourier. Yo. How about a novel concept in sports radio? Let's actually talk about the Super Bowl. Next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.